Alrighty, people. We are back. Newly graduated back. Newly graduated. That's right. Yep. Yeah. We are now men. Men. We are done all our work. We are just waiting the graduation in July, which... Uh, <laughs> which is actually uh, two months after we finish two finals. Mo- right. So yeah. I guess technically we're not. I don't even know if I can do I, what, like, what's <laughs> What's the period from now... Until graduate, like, what are we? Are we because we're not graduates? Adult purgatory, (laughs) (laughs) adult purgatory. I mean, it's maybe that could be the title of our episode. Adult purgatory. (laughs) Every pod, I I don't know if you've noticed this, but every podcast now you try to just get a title, you're like, that's gonna be our title. Well, just because it's like sometimes when we don't find one, it's just like we spend hours and we're like, that's true, it's really "Ah!" hard, you know, it's it's really hard. So, like, if I just throw out, like, a random catchy phrase, maybe that can be the title. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but also, we can't keep putting out titles, like, that have nothing to do with sports, like, mustache, like, a fourth grader, you know? Yeah, that one might have been. We probably shouldn't have gone with that. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a, a result that, of... I, but that was relevant to sports. That was because the one player from March Madness looked like he had a mustache that was grown by a fourth grader. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No, there was a then, reason for the mustache, like a fourth. Okay. Grade. All right. I thought that that was just like a random thing you saw. Oh in the movie, no, 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 no. And you like whipped it out. And... No, no. It's just like Jack was like, yeah, he looks like like a fourth grader with a mustache, maybe, or something like something around those lines. Oh wait. Okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not like they. That was a common thing, though. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that's an us thing. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. But um, let's move on to sports. Yeah, we should probably, we should and, probably hit that. Yeah. yeah. NFL. Um, I don't know why we haven't talked about it yet, but... Yeah, this was a big malfunction of the last show. We did not talk about Aaron Rodgers last week. Yeah. Which we kind of just, just had like a draft reaction. Yeah, we did. But we also... We still had a good a good length show from yeah. the draft. And now we can talk about it a little more in depth. And now we know more because Devontae Adams is now yeah. talking and talking and talking. So. Yeah. So, um, in a way, it's good, but over, over literally the day of the draft, like, you know, like the day when we're supposed to be focusing on like rookies and like this and that development. Yeah. yeah. You know, Adam Schefter throws out this unsolicited bomb. That's Aaron Rodgers wants to leave the Packers. And it's like, and it's like Aaron Rodgers wants out. Yeah. Like, like get he, me out now. Right. And, and that he threatened retirement. Yeah. Because he's got Jeopardy. Exactly. You know, he's, if he's got Jeopardy, I, I mean, like, what am I he, doing? He's just like, you know what? Maybe I don't like getting hit anymore. And, like, maybe I'm just going to do Jeopardy like an old man. <laughs> Become Alex Trebek. I mean, yeah. He has the monotone voice for it, you know? Yeah. And, and he's got, the, like, the drawn-in demeanor. And, and he loves Jeopardy enough to the point where he would do it probably for the rest of his working career. Right. And it's a job that you can clearly do until you're 88, you know? Yeah. Literally until you die. Yeah, as long as you're like coherent in the mo- in the mind, you're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I mean that would be that's that's still an empty threat. I mean, yeah. I, I you can't tell me that Aaron Rod- Rodgers walks away from football at 36. Is he 36? Bro, to me, Aaron Rodgers is just like an anomaly of a quarterback. Maybe not an anomaly, but like. To me, I mean, like obviously he works hard because he's elite yeah but like to me like you don't get that vibe from him like 
oh, like I'm like grinding in the gym or like uh, you kind of get the, oh, yeah, I'm talented vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? don't get the hard work vibe. Really. And I feel like even with like Patrick Mahomes, you still get the hard working vibe, even though he's yeah. so talented. Right. But like, I feel like you don't get that with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And I can be completely off, you know? I don't think you are. But he does give off that demeanor like, yeah, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Let me go do my thing. And it's like, yeah, he, he can do that. But there's yeah. a cost to it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. This is this is the knock I've had on Aaron Rodgers. And I've said it before on the show. Uh, we've talked about how he's a, he's a little too self-centered, you know? And I think that's that's cost him some serious wins and some big moments. Yeah. Um, I think that too. But I also think that like, he's one of the only quarterbacks that can have, that can like give off that vibe, you know? Right. Yeah. He, he, he like, like he can talk his shit because yeah. he can, he can walk the walk, you know? So it's t- You can't really like, <laughs> you know, you can't really criticize. The thing that you can't criticize is the wins obviously is one Super Bowl. But again, yeah, you're still in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. It's just when you have that much talent, why are you, you know, always coming up short in these positions? Is the yeah, is the knock? But no, definitely. I, dude, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, like the thing is, if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers, where can you go? Right, Denver Broncos. Yeah. You could, but I feel like he – maybe. I don't know. I, I guess feel like I, that's I the guess perfect fit. I never fit. thought about that one. I think that's the per- – the funny thing is that there aren't too many fits for him. Again, this is always kind of the case. I remember we talked about that with Brady. We were like, well, where is he going to go? You know, I, There's always a team that kind of works its way out. But. Is Von Miller still a Bronco? Mm-hmm. I remember he dealt with like – he got – He got injured. Not even that. He held like a like – a, Legal thing, I want to say over the off season. He he may have he may have something where like he was like his wife sued him, ex wife, baby mama. I don't remember. I mean, you can look it up, but it's I not, think he's still not, there. It's not important, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Broncos isn't bad. I feel like though that offense. You know how like Brady Brady'd the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Like he changed the he turned it into a winning culture. Yeah, I don't think Rogers can do that. Interesting. So you're saying what Rogers, like what Rogers thinks is best for him, may not be what's actually best for him. The best thing for him to do would be to just stay in Green Bay. Well, I mean, not even that. Like maybe just go somewhere with a more like established, like team. Ah, that's hard though. There's so many teams that have quarterbacks now. It's just right. like that's what I mean. Yeah. No, that's maybe go to like the Steelers. You could. Uh, there's issues there. Yeah. Also, that'd just be weird because he beat him in the Super Bowl. He did. That's just so. <laughs> and then you go join him. Yeah. yeah. No, that's weird. I don't know, man. Denver's the only team to me that makes sense. The Niners, I guess, make some sense, but now they have a quarterback. Yeah. You, so you can't. You can take them off. Because that's also his guy. So. I mean. If the Raiders didn't like eject their entire last offseason, I would say the Raiders. But I know you can't. I mean, the Raiders are an option. They still are an option. Yeah. Um. And I mean, he. I mean, the Patriots isn't gonna happen. But 
Bill can't work. See, like that was my thing. Is like I would, if money was no issue, I would say that the Saints should go get him. Yeah, honestly. But they just don't have the money for that. And honestly, neither do the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Do we even know if the Raiders like the the cap is lowered now? Yeah, but it's gonna it's it's gonna go up next season. Now they're gonna. He's is he still under contract for one more year? I don't know what his contract's looking like. I'm assuming look, so because he's up, getting, up he's, right getting offered, he's getting offered like apparently he's getting offered Patrick Mahomes money, according to some shows. By other teams. No, no, no. By the by the Packers. Then why is he so upset? Because he just he I guess the whole thing is is like he doesn't like the management, like the GM or something. Because he likes the coach. Yeah, he just like hates the GM. Apparently, I don't know. I, and you're getting you're getting a, you're, so the GM's prepared to give you fifty plus million dollars, and you like your coach, and well, you I mean, like a lot of your teammates. Maybe he understands uh, that. Well, he has two more years left on his deal. Two more years left on his deal. I I thought the whole thing was that he he was trying to get a big ass contract extension. <clears throat> And they did not. They basically were like, "Well, no." I think the whole thing is he doesn't like. He basically the Jordan Love thing was big. Yeah, because that was like a first round pick. You could have gotten like an actual receiver, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think something happened over the season where he like publicly praised a receiver, and then like the day after they like cut him or something. Really? Yeah. Um. So yeah, apparently he like hates Packers management now. That's I. It just doesn't seem like enough to me. Even those I mean, two I'm things. Sure, I'm sure there's more, but I think for me, I think those are the two like most recent things I've read about. Yeah, no, I I know the Jordan Love thing bothered him a little yeah. bit. He was nice about it, like he. He was definitely team, mad as fuck. Like, but he was definitely really oh, mad. Oh yeah. I don't. I just don't know if that's. Like wow, these players are really kind of. Well, if that's enough to like, screw the franchise I've been with for 15 years. I mean, they drafted Jordan Love. Didn't Brady do it too, though? I mean, the Brady thing's a lot different because Belichick was trying to get rid of him behind his back. Mm. Remember that whole thing? Where where Bel- basically Brady had to go over Bill's head because Bill was about to trade him to the Browns. True. But you can also argue that Bill has been a much better GM for Tom Brady than the Packers have for Aaron Rodgers. I don't even know if that's true. Let's... Let's look at. I mean, in the early two thousand, in the early like twenty tens, I would agree with you because those Green Bay teams were pretty ridiculous. They were insane. But like, within the last like four years, bro, like they've only had Devontae Adams as like a real like receiving threat. Aaron Jones was, you know, elite this year, and he kind of he's been he elite. Broke, he broke out last year though. Like, let's see. Let's see. If you're going to tell me that Aaron Jones didn't break out last year, then maybe I'll agree with you. But I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones broke – like, he had a good season this season, and the season before, he broke out. Yeah, okay. Well, he came in late into 2018, still was really good, and then broke out with the 1,000-yard seasons last two years. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember looking like, at – When was the last time they had – what what was the last Green Bay tight end you knew that was, wasn't Jimmy Graham? Like – yeah, no. Robert the tight Tanyan, end, like, I mean, Robert Tanyan's solid, but he was literally just last year. 
Let me just see. Um, I'm looking up the receivers that he's that he's thrown to. No, in the early 2010s, he had like Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, mm-hmm. James Jones, and I mean, he won a Super Bowl, and he won MVPs. So, so my issue is, so then he went to management and he said, "I want a, t- I want a ton of money," and then they gave him a ton of money because that's what you do. So, like when you're paid that much money. The expectation is, is that you basically we can put a lot of stock into our defense because you're going to make the offense work. You know that's that's what high high paying level quarterbacks do when they go in there and they demand big time money. They 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 gave it to them, which was probably smart. But then you're also expected in a in some degree to take that like the offense and just make it work. You know. If you're if you're that high on the pay scale, especially when you have an you you every time that Aaron Rodgers has played, he's had an elite receiver. Which is why I think I think right now when he just won MVP, I think that's why it worked out because before he's in this Mike McCarthy system that's pretty basic. Yeah, and he has to make that work with less talent than he had before when he was winning Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. The Mike Mike McCarthy was not a great coach. I I, I give you that. So. I think, you know, now he has a real system and he just made an offense work with one elite receiver and one elite running back. But he's still and they have a good old line too. Don't forget that. Yeah, but Bakhtiari tore his like Bakhtiari did get hurt, but in the past couple he's no, had he's, great offensive the Green lines. Bay Green Bay has notoriously had a good passing block pass blocking O line, yeah. Right. But also Aaron Rodgers has great pocket presence too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the all pro yeah. the all pros they've had. Um, yeah, I, it's tough because I feel like, you know, I feel like he's part of this like last group of quarterbacks that all kind of played for their teams, you know, like Drew Brees and like what I thought was Aaron Rodgers. And basically we gave Tom Brady a pass because he did literally everything. And he's also, like, the oldest person to ever play, mm-hmm. besides, like, a punter or a kicker. He's just an anomaly, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, like, Peyton Manning got dropped, so we didn't care, you know? Like, it's it's weird to see Aaron at age 38 of all time. He's times. 38. Yeah. Want to leave. Yeah. like I think you're right. I, I think he should stay put, honestly. I don't think I a mean, change is going to be good for him. I don't know. I just, I don't. It doesn't even need to be stay put, but like, you should have signed like a lesser extension or like, because apparently he's been mad for a minute. Like, or you just should have like been more quiet about it. You know. There was also like, like the dude, way he was talking for the past couple of years now. When he's discussing his future with the Packers, he's always been like non-committal. Yeah, but that's know? just Aaron Rodgers. Really? Dude, he's 38, and he, like, just got engaged. I guess. I guess. He's a celebrity quarterback. If you want to take... I mean, but he was dating Danica Patrick for a minute. He also dated that other actress, too, you know? She was in X-Men. Olivia Munn. Oh, yeah. True, true. And now he's going to marry another actress, but it's like he's 38, you know? What if What if Sh- was Shailene Woodley is the reason he's leaving? She's like you can you can get ear. your you can get your value, Aaron. 
value yourself, okay? These yeah. guys, these guys in Green Bay don't value they you. Don't value, yeah, she's go. talking in his ear. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Go, go move to go to the L.A. Rams. Yeah, God, no. <laughs> yeah, there's great acting jobs out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or the Chargers, whatever. Oh, yeah. They would never. They couldn't. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. I mean, the Rams couldn't really either after giving that for Stafford. Yeah, you can't either. Yeah. I know. Do you think a lot of teams are like, oh, God, we shouldn't have. Dude, if I'm the Giants, I'm trying to get Aaron Rodgers. I'll give him Daniel yeah, Jones. Honest I'll give to him God. two first rounders. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. But, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you have Kenny Galladay, too. Exactly. And you have a healthy Saquon. Healthy Saquon. You got a tight end. You got mm-hmm. receivers that can run short routes. You got a solid That's defense. That's interesting. That's interesting. And it's a storied franchise still. <sighs> That's really interesting. I like that a lot. Screw that guy, Daniel Jones. You Daniel know? Jones isn't good. He's not good. He's just very mediocre, yeah. which is better than what I thought he'd be. Right. Which right. is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so put yourself, you're the Green Bay Packers, right? This is your situation. What do you do? Cry myself to sleep. Uh, yeah, well, that's the immediate, yeah, the immediate response is cry, right? You got to cry. Invest in time travel. Go back a year. <laughs> Don't draft Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, but in all seriousness, um, honestly, I really I shop Aaron and look for the best deal I can get. Schefter Loki screwed your trade value for Aaron, but I mean, it's happened. People get traded. He's still the MVP. People are going to pay. Exactly. He's not like you can't lowball MVP. Yeah. You can't lowball. Aaron Rodgers of all people, you know, like if you lowball some, you lowball Matt Ryan. He's won MVP once. So, like, say a team offers you two first round picks and a solid piece. Depends on the piece for me, you know. Elite wide receiver. Let's say the Broncos give you two first round picks Ooh. and Cortland Sutton. See, here's here's my thing, right? If I'm getting giving that team Aaron Rodgers. I think I'm going to want to try and get, like, a pick that they've, like, traded for, too, you know? Yeah, I think you want another like, pick. Like, I want a pick that's and not... And I kind of want another that's player. Like not theirs, you I know? Do, yeah. Like, because you don't... Aaron Rodgers could just, like, explode and tank your draft pick that you just traded for, Right, you know? right. You're going to want him outside. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think this, the price tag here is three first rounds. I think that's Maybe. probably... But then... For an can, MVP but quarterback. Then you can just argue and be like, yeah, he's 38. And yeah. It's, and it's like, it's... He is 38. He is. One horrible injury. And he's done. Like, he's not surviving an Alex Smith injury. No. He also is, he's not a freak like Tom Brady who does whatever he does. The exactly. TV-12 method. Yeah, and I mean, like, he's invented. when was the last time Tom got hurt? Like, when he blew his knee out? Yeah, literally. And they which literally is like, made a rule saying, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> So he's not gonna get hurt. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. It's just when he wants to leave, he'll leave. You know. He's like, oh yeah, my body's starting to hurt, and he's like sixty, throwing sixty-yard bombs. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, if he's under contract for two years, it gives you a little bit of leeway, more leeway than I thought, because he's not a free agent right around the corner. Honestly, so, I think if I was the Giants, though, I would. I mean, if I was the Packers and I got like two first rounders. Daniel Jones and maybe like a third rounder mm-hmm. or a fourth rounder. 
maybe like next year or something. Like maybe I even get like no a way. first round this no year, way. first round next year. The thing is, is his age really hurts his like draft stock, you know? Yeah, but he's the MVP. Think of and how And he's many... a quarterback in an insanely big quarterback desperation market. But he's already way past like his like price or like his like playing career prime, you know? Uh, how can you say that if he just won MVP? I can't because it's not like his best season, you know. Like the it's thing is, pretty darn close. First off, within the last five years, he's been getting hurt way more compared to what he was before. He's had two collarbone surgeries, mm-hmm. which is huge on his throwing shoulder. I'm yes, he's still Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to deny that, but I'm just saying we've we've seen competitive like last year we saw the Bucks. Go for an old quarterback that they knew would win games. They didn't have to trade for him. They just signed him. Exactly. Mm. Into a two-year deal. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see what his value actually is. Yeah, I really think Cuz what did that. we see Stafford get dealt for three first rounds? And Stafford's 34. Well, yeah, Staff, the Stafford situation was like, okay, we'll give you a first round to take Jared Goff's contract. Right, right, right. Well, it wasn't like he's worth this. It was like, well, I mean, I think Stafford's worth a lot. But still, like, it was like. They needed to sweeten the pot exactly. just for them to take Jared Goff. Exactly. Which, exactly. Oh, my God. They're like, you really, you want to give us Goff? No. no. You'll <laughs> give us another first? Okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little different, I guess, in that sense, too. So, uh, yeah, it's probably around two first rounds and a it, solid it's piece, definitely, which is sad to say. I mean, like, I – there's definitely trade talks going on. There's no way that they're not chopping him right now because he literally said, like, GM or me, and I don't think they're getting rid of their GM. He said that? GM or me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he made that clear, yeah. Does Lef- I wonder if LaFleur likes the GM. That would be interesting to see. Because also, you got to think about... I mean, the thing is, LaFleur is... Like, if I'm the Packers, I might try to convince him and do everything I can to convince him to stay. Even if it means firing the GM. That's the clear solution. The thing solution, is, in that right? front office, Matt LaFleur has, like, the least juice. Like, Aaron Rodgers has more more standing in the front office probably than Matt LaFleur. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. All, all that matters is LaFleur can design a good offense and win games, yeah, which he's been doing. The GM is going to hire – before the GM gets fired, he's going to fire Matt LaFleur. That's just how it is. Not, no, no, no. So if, if Rodgers can connect to the higher-ups and he says, I like LaFleur. But he already said, I want this GM gone. Yeah, I'm and they saying – haven't done anything. Well, we don't. They might. I mean, if I'm the if I'm the Packers ownership and yeah. I'm in the high level, also I would just fire the GM because because what also ends up happening is if if you trade Aaron Rodgers for Daniel Jones and two first rounders and one of your first rounders misses in whiffs and Daniel Jones isn't going to pan out, this is then the problem. All, then the Green Bay Packers are owned by the people. Really. They're owned by Green Bay Packers Incorporated. What? So that means that it's publicly... Publicly owned. So the state of Wisconsin... 360,000 stockholders. Oh my God. 
So I guess the Packers the, are the just only, the largest the Packers share are the threshold only publicly owned franchise in the NFL. So I guess it's just it's literally just whoever has the gr- the largest number of shares would have the most influence. Yeah. In a stock stockbroker room, which is that's insane. Yeah. Okay, that's a whole another element. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Um, but what I was saying earlier is there's going to be a trickle down because if you if if Aaron Rodgers leaves, then all of a sudden, Devontae Adams says I I don't want to play with that Aaron Rodgers, and then Aaron Rodgers leaves. Well, the thing is, and I, then you're just kind of maybe you can package them for something insane. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, give me your next ten first round picks <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I don't know, man. I think you got to keep him and just try to win. You, you, it, it, if the situation's unrepairable, then I, I think move, I but. think it's unrepairable because a you're not having this owner that's gonna be like, oh, I need Aaron Rodgers in my life, like Robert Kraft, you know? Yeah. So unless they fire they unless three hundred and sixty thousand people decide to fire the GM, I don't know what you can do. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has been upset for some time now, apparently. Exactly. It's like like it's, it's been like like he was upset prior to winning MVP and yeah. upset prior to playing like an MVP, yeah. you know? So it, it, it would make sense to me if you told me that the situation was unrepairable and he was going to actually retire. I think that's an empty threat, but I don't know. You got to probably move him. Yeah, I would just move him. Because if he retires, you have nothing. It's over. Yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's tough. Cause yeah, if Rogers retires, then Devontae's like, oh, you really just made him retire. You couldn't like trade him anywhere, you know. And then he's he's gonna walk. Yeah, and then yeah. he'll just be like, bye, I'm out. Screw the Packers. Which is, is, so I guess that so the GM really is the highest level. Can I? I just don't know. Like, can the there bunch of the majority stakeholders? Be, there has to be like a president of operations right. the, the, or something. Like, the present, like the majority of stakeholders, get together and say we want him gone. Yeah, I think that can happen. Yeah, but they need to. They need to call that. That's so fascinating, though. Yeah, I have no idea how that's going to play a out. A lot of politics that goes into that shit too. A publicly traded franchise. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll move on. But all right, onto the other that, delicious piece of football news. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow is reportedly going to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Timothy Tebow. He's back. We didn't want you to come back. No one wanted you to come back. I know. Not People in the NFL didn't want you to come back. The only person that did is a first-year head coach in the NFL. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. It's a really bad look. There are guys like Trey Burton on the market. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Proven tight ends. Proven tight ends. Trey Burton is like a borderline and, solid and I don't, tight end. I don't understand the, oh, he's a good character guy. There are so many good character people. Like, what, that what you the would have fuck a, is in your locker room that you need to h- hire someone just for character? Right, right. Like, you, well, how does he even know? What if you go into Jacksonville and it's... Just rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. Or, because it's just everyone gets along so what swimmingly. If, what if everyone on the Jaguars roster is pissed? Right. Like, That's the other thing. Is like, So what he's done now is he's basically said, 
I'm going to play favorites. I'm going to play my guys. Yeah. Those are my guys. Which is... Travis Etienne is my guy. He's my first round running back. I know. What a terrible pick that was, too. Dude, I'm sorry, but Urban is not looking good these first two weeks. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. That first round draft pick wasn't great. The Tebow signing is sh- shocking. If... I mean, Tebow's, Tebow's a strong dude. And he's he's a football player. There's a football there's, there's, gene in him. There's got to be like, first off, he's played tight end before, or tried to play tight end before on the Jets and failed miserably. Okay, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Like, I, I yeah, think he's a backup he, QB on the Jets. Can, while I'd say he's an athlete, I wouldn't call him explosive. Because he's also old. Exactly. He's like, like thirty-four now. Yeah. First off. It took Gronk how long to get back into real football shape? Eight, ten weeks. Exactly. And he's still not Gronk, Gronk, you know? Yeah. And Gronk was only gone for what, like two years? I think it was one. One? I think he took one year. And pretty sure he's younger or around the same age. Younger. Younger. More built than Tebow, I would assume. Better hand, yeah. Just, just better all around. It's, it's a weird one, man. Uh, now, if he's tight end two, like and he, it's not even- he cannot be tight end one on the roster because if he's tight end one, then you're putting other people in roles where they're gonna have to like fight. Real tight ends are gonna have to fight for roster spots. And then if and, you don't play him at tight end one, you're going to play him in special teams. Right, tight end two plays play special this, teams. You're going to play that, a 34-year-old on a kickoff return, <laughs> punt return? That at least makes some sense. I could see Tebow as like a punt person. I could see Tebow just getting decked because he hasn't form tackled in like 10 years. <laughs> He's been playing baseball for like six, what is it, five years? Yeah, baseball? and when was the last time you think he actually like threw a tackle in? Yeah, I just don't understand. And then what 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 what's weird to me is that the media hype is insane. Like anybody can go into different professions and fail, you know? I think part of the media hype though is because everyone's so shocked it happened. Yeah. Like this doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we're a guy that yeah, hasn't been in the league for and a guy that wasn't good in the league. It's true. Like he's really just the most glorified college football superstar. And it's because he prayed. Time. It's because he prayed. And it's because he prayed, and because he was an athletic white guy that ran the ball. He was, a, yeah. I guess he was a mobile. Was he even that mobile? Like he was. He was pretty. The thing is, he would just break tackles. He could run the ball, right? Yeah. But like I he was not quick. Yeah. It's not like, like he wowed you with his speed. Yeah. He would just kind of like, yeah, I'll take a hit and I'll still keep running. You and know. And he's not. Tight ends have to be tall. Yeah. He's not that tall. Is he going to have good hands? Is he going to block well? I, yeah, to me, that sends the absolute wrong message. Urban Meyer has really... Just looks like a rookie move. It, it does and you're a technically bit. a rookie NFL head coach. Now, he hasn't given him a spot yet, right? He's, he's going to let him try out, right? Yeah. That's what's happened. So in maybe theory, we're over He's just a practice guy, in theory. Yeah, I mean, if you have Tebow on your practice team, sure. I don't think the point of I feel like having a practice team though is to like develop have, yeah, young, like young young guys young, that are good. Guys. Like yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. It'll be interesting to see how the Jaguars do 
whether or not, whether they're winning games. Because if they if now I mean if if they don't win games, Urban might have a short leash. You know. Uh Nah. They just went one in one in fifteen, one in sixteen. How how much more can you really ascend just drafting a quarterback? I mean, a lot if it's like, the okay, next like, big guy. Like if they go like six and eight, he's fine. You mean six and ten? Yeah, six and ten. Sorry, I don't know why I said six and. Yeah, eight. Yeah, I guess. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, you're gonna have two years. He's gonna be there for two years regardless, even if he goes three and thirteen. I don't know if they can him then. Yeah, I. I really don't know, dude. Tim Tebow. It's not even like Tim Tebow was like separated himself as an athlete in the NFL. Like there are guys like you know DK Metcalf that separate themselves that are as running Olympic track races. Exactly, yeah. Tyreek Hill that just Another set one. themselves. Apart as athletes, Rob Gronkowski just being exactly massive. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, yep, fast as shit, but and he's probably like six the five. Hands on any tight end. It's like, what wows you about Tebow? Nothing. He was massively flawed QB. Yeah, to begin he with, he was an awful quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't awful. I mean. I, yeah, I don't even know. Like, like, he was... I loved watching him on the Broncos. He was entertaining. Like, yeah. But he wasn't He won good. games, though. He won games, and he never really got a shot after the Broncos season. He also... I, I just think, like, if you're going to put Tebow anyway, wouldn't you just try him back at QB? Like, why would you... But see, <laughs> like... I mean, you pretty much know that that's not going to work. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm just... this. I'm at a loss for words with this story. I, I don't know what to make of this. I'm not a fan. I'm just I'm losing some respect for Urban, and he hasn't even done anything really. <laughs> like, it's a bad sign. He's he may have to fall back on his college record a little you're bit. Ma- like he's really making it look like college football coaches can't coach in the NFL. Yeah. Like Urban Meyer, outside of like Nick Saban, Urban Meyer is like one of those college football gurus. Right. I mean, like, for fuck's sake, he made Tim Tebow look good. He did. Maybe he could do it again. But again, the pros is the, the NFL is the next level. Yeah. You got to basically be born specifically. with You got to get everything right in the gene pool and have unbelievable guys, like, working nonstop. And Tebow has been playing baseball, so... For the last five years, so I'm gonna let's move on to NBA. I'm gonna get an aneurysm if we keep talking about yeah, Tim Tebow. Yeah, I know. God, let's okay. Let's yeah, let's talk about something. Let's off, talk though. about something kind of happy. I mean, maybe you don't like it, but it's like a nice accomplishment. Russell Westbrook now has the record for triple doubles. It happened recently, like a day or two ago. I think that this is good. Because I think that there is this almost, like, mystique about Oscar Robertson, the triple-double guy, you know? And he's like... But, like, he never won a chip. And he played in the, what, the ABA? NBA when it had any... When the ABA wasn't even a part of it? 
Yeah, I guess. Like, he played on the Royals, and he couldn't win a championship? Yeah, I guess. Interesting. I didn't think you'd go Oscar I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anti-Oscar. I'm just saying I would rather... Have someone else in that chair. Exactly. Interesting. Now, I, Russ hasn't won a chip either. Keep in mind. Yeah, but... And is one of the least efficient players in the NBA. I think that Russ sends like a good mess like you never hear about Russ like doing something bad was Oscar Robertson a bad character guy too but like you don't know anything about Oscar Robertson and the NBA is not what it is today what it was back then Mm -hmm. you know like the like to do that in the NBA now is so much harder than what it was back then yeah yeah that's true that's objectively true so I mean I've had my anti-Russ moments, you know this, but I'm happy that Russ was able to do this. Hmm. See, I, it just, to me, it's the encapsulation of somebody that played for stats. That's, that's kind of what it is for me. It's every game he went out there and he was like, I'm going to get a, try to get a triple double. And he did it. And a lot of the times it was at the detriment of his team. And, I, I respect Russell Westbrook because he stayed in Oklahoma City. And I loved that move because it was a commitment move. You know, it was in response to Kevin Durant leaving his team and everything. And so I respected him for that. But it it's just you got to be able to play well with others. And to me, that hasn't happened in Russell Westbrook's career. Like he couldn't he couldn't get over the top with Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, the whole nine yards in there in Oklahoma City, and then they were they were fairly young though when they went to the finals. Then, I guess, I guess. And I mean, it's tough. I think when you have a team with an ego that we know is like Kevin Durant's now. Yeah. Think think about like back then we thought that Russell Westbrook was like this virus and he's this awful teammate and like he's an asshole, but like. Later, we find out that Kevin Durant's low-key toxic, and yeah. he's kind of a dick, and he really he'll just call people out on Twitter. I mean, you saw the oh thing, my god, he, you saw the thing he said to Michael Rapaport. You know, like what did he say again? He called him like a, I think he called him a fag or something. I don't remember, but he had to, like, he, I he don't had under- to issue like a whole apology yeah. statement. Well, I've ranted on this and before his, his on the show too. Was basically just like, I'm sorry, Michael Rapaport put this online. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I. What are you doing? Get off Twitter. Yeah, no. That that team was. You're right. That team was flawed, in and areas outside of Westbrook. And I mean, like, it's unfortunate because that team could have been amazing, if like you know James Harden had just not cared as much about money or the ball mm-hmm. initially, and if you know Kevin Durant wasn't as mad at Westbrook for. Jacking up shots, dude. I Kevin Durant really should have just stayed, cause I did you notice that he was never attacking people on Twitter until he left? I think I think that has to do with him being in like a big market city too. I I guess, but Kevin because Durant think, was pretty massive. He was he was the second best player in the league. But which, I also I think that you get media in small markets. He got cities. he got attacked more. Yeah, because exactly. of the move. But also, yeah. like, you get media in small market cities that are way less, like, 
mean and invasive than media outlets and like. But on Twitter, it doesn't matter. On Twitter, I mean, it's just everyone it, comes. The at thing you. is, is like it happened to Darren Williams too. When he was on the Utah Jazz, he was a phenom. He was one of the best point guards in the league, and then he went to the Nets, and he started declining a lot. Yeah. And it was part of the reason he said was he hated the the media in New Jersey. So yeah, it's in, true. It's true. Some people. Yeah. In the big cities, and I, I'm not, they have way less patience. I think that Darren Williams is the kind of guy that wouldn't say anything and would just kind of put up with it. I think Kevin Durant, because of how great he is and you know how highly he thinks of himself, is like, I'm not going to take this shit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say what I want, and you're going to accept it <laughs> because I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah. It's just, it's like every every famous person I know says. Don't read the comments, basically. Like, that's the number one thing. Yeah. Don't read the comments because it's all just nonsense hate that some guy's sending from his bedroom yeah. doing nothing. Exactly. You know, he's just, yeah. 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 You didn't score 30, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. You'll never be better than LeBron. Yeah. And I swear to God, I feel like Kevin Durant is, like, looking at every comment. Oh, he does. And he's like. He tweets back. That's ridiculous. He tweets back so much randomly. It's like, dude. Like, that is the absolute, absolute definition of someone that is wildly insecure like about he's himself. He's infamous for getting caught with burners. What? Like burner Twitter accounts where it's like a random Twitter account where it's super vague on who it is or whatever. And they'll argue in favor of someone. Oh, oh my, my God, God Kevin. Ke- Kevin Durant has gotten caught like saying that Kevin Durant's the reason why the Warriors won all the chips they won on his Oh my burner. god, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. He is so insecure. So insecure. <sighs> it's ridiculous. That, I didn't know about the burners. Yeah, that's, you, didn't, you didn't know about that's the, Oh, absurd. dude, look up the K, look up KD burners after we're done with this. Oh my god. So many he's been And he's caught. like trying to type himself up caught, on like, fake accounts. Exactly. And he's gotten caught because sometimes like he'll tweet from his real account. <laughs> Idiot! Oh my god! It's, I, it's crazy because we started talking about Russ and it just turned into anti Kevin. I I know I know. And um, I mean like I, don't get me wrong. Kevin Durant is an amazing basketball player, top three scorer of all time, like maybe top four, depending on arguments. But he's a top three player right now. Yeah, in general. it's just like. Dude, like, you don't need to be right about everything, and you don't need to argue with everyone. Yeah. No. It's, he's, he's in a bad spot. And I just, I personally thought that that was him leaving. That the reason that that happened is because he, he was, he used, he was like the the chosen one in Oklahoma City. He was beloved by everybody, and he wasn't doing this shit. Just, yeah. just coming, you know, just like. bashing people yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, and then he like, to the Warriors, and. All of a sudden, yeah, that he asterisk hits he his championship. He wasn't as hated before he left. Yeah. And that's what really opened it up. Uh, so that's what I was saying. I respect Russ because he he said, screw that. I'm going to stay. And I respected him for it, even when Oklahoma City was in trouble. And he put up – and he, he and I remember when he was, he was the only real option on that Oklahoma City team. And he would put up insane numbers and got him like a five seed. No, yeah, he – that MVP season was crazy. Yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I – I'm not going to 
say that I'm not gonna say that Russ is a top five point guard because he didn't win enough. But you know, if he because he's gonna blow away the record. Yeah, he's not done. He's gonna get more and if more he triple can doubles. Do something to win a chip, any chip, even if he's not the main guy winning that chip. He he might slide in for me. To being a top ten point guard of all time. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I think I'm a little harsh on and Westbrook. Also, and also to me, like Westbrook epitomizes the like the best you can be as an athletic point guard. Mm-hmm. You know? Like if you're an athletic point guard, getting a triple double is like what you should be doing. Yeah. Like at your best. You and know? he does that, yeah. And it's what he does, yeah. And he cares, right? Like he really And yeah, you never you never get the vibe that Westbrook's not caring or trying a hundred percent which you get all the time in the brooklyn nets yeah yeah um just just off of kevin did we talk about like the brooklyn nets and what we're thinking there they definitely did we talked about that last yeah. okay what were we saying that they're it's a bust if they don't win yeah i'm just saying like i did we ask the question of um will their lack of playing together hurt them in the playoffs. I really think that James Harden kind of eliminates a lot of their problems. Just because he he's can so, play in any... He's so good at playing point guard in that Dan Tony system. Hmm. And I really think that because he's not shooting the ball as much, like... I'm just saying, I don't think this team has faced any real adversity. Well, no, the thing... And when you're in the playoffs and you drop the first two games of the season, or the first two games of the series... All of a sudden, the intensity kicks up to a high gear. True, but you know I, what also, I, mean? I also and if think if that— if you don't really know— I think that Kevin and Kyrie are those guys. They, they love each other. They kick their—no, but I think that in the moments where they need to, they kick their intensity up like shit. I think they do. I, I like, like These are the two slimes of the to NBA, me, to me, playoff, To me, playoff Kyrie is very real. Yeah. And like, also, Kyrie and KD are very similar, and it makes sense to me that they get along, you know? So— Honestly, I to me it doesn't. I to me like Kyrie Irving would seem like someone that would annoy Kevin Durant. Really? That's that's what I led the vibe I get. Kyrie's yeah. been attacked a lot though. He it's has not, the victimhood no, status it's that not, it's not, Kevin it's Durant. It's more just like to me, Kevin Durant seems like a like because because Ky- Kyrie like is I'm, also anti media. Kevin into, Durant's anti media. I'm into like enjoying shit and like. I love basketball, but like I also love like vacations and rich people things. And I feel like Kyrie is very like in the last two. That's exactly years, what Kyrie is, dude. He he just like oh in terms of donation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like Kyrie just like literally the other day started a foundation for underrepresented um, entrepreneurs. No, no, no. I, I I agree with you on that. Kyrie does way more for and, charity. I'm saying they're both in in that principle though. They're in the same spot. They're I, both they're both like in the spot of personality wise, but like they're in both in the spot of like, like we don't basketball is not my first priority. You know that's kind of the logic on both of them. Whether Ky, Kevin Durant likes I, the rich I people think, things, I think Kevin's first priority is still basketball. It's just his basketball. Yeah, but I don't think Kyrie's priority is basketball. Yeah, I mean that's known that his priority exactly. Is but I, I mean think that's Kev, not to say that he doesn't. Kevin's care priority is still basketball, but it's like. My basketball. Because it's legacy. just about him. The whole yeah. He there was a report on him that like it said he didn't care about 
He's got his chips. Doesn't matter anymore. That's nonsense. Yeah, I think he just wants to win somewhere else. Yeah. Right. The whole point of him leaving the Warriors is so that he could prove that he could be the number one on a winning team. But I think James adding James Harden changes that. So narrative. you don't think it's going to matter? I think James I think Harden is the most valuable player on that team. It's interesting. It's interesting for sure. They just had to figure out winning without him the other day. Like that, they went on like a four-game losing skid when he went out, and then they beat the Clippers and won. Like they had to drop, like come back from like a twenty-point deficit to beat them. And it's like <sighs> James Harden just runs a pick and roll differently. It's different. He sees a person rotate. He knows immediately, and he knows if you're faking or you're not. Like he's a genius. Yeah. Then there's there's they have the talent. He sees like a roller rolling a certain way. The guy's playing up on him, but he's waiting for the roll. Wait for the last second. Pass it in between my legs for an easy dunk. <laughs> no, I. He's in, incredible, and they have the they have more talent than anyone in the league. And by I think far. they. They don't need his scoring, and I think he knows that, which is why I think he's the most valuable player on that team right now. Because he's understanding his role. Because he just runs the offense. Like, KD can't run that offense. He can ISO, and then he can pass it when a guy comes and doubles, but, like, I don't think he's running the pick and roll that heavily to get people involved. I don't think, and I don't think Kyrie is either. Kyrie literally said, I'm going to play shooting guard. Kyrie just, yeah, he's just out there. It's a ball. Yeah. He's a street baller. Somebody told me that, and I was like, oh, my God. It's true. That's pretty much it. Like, I, I'm just, if they play a team like the New York Knicks, for instance, they might have a lot of trouble. Uh, I think the, the Nets just gives too many matchup nightmares for the Knicks. I see them losing to the Bucks this year. That's my bold prediction. I see the Nets losing to the Bucks. Now, this is partly a fandom because I hate – the Nets. I hate them with all my pat, all my might. But barring barring any injuries to their big three, I think they're gonna win everything. Yeah, I mean it's it is championship unless, or bust. Unless maybe the Lakers like are like come back and like LeBron is like healthy and AD is healthy and Drummond like clicks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if they all if that team clicks, I think they can give the Nets a run for their money and it's a th- it's a toss up. But also my another if the Clippers if playoff Rondo comes back, the Clippers are gonna be. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That th- this is my pick. This is these are my This is my NBA pick. Ready? I think it's Bucks. I don't, oh. think, I don't think the Bucks are going to the finals. I, I I I I I'll hear that after, but I think it's Bucks. I I I know it's I this is my pick. Bucks Clippers is my two picks. I think Bucks East, Clippers West. I think Bucks. I think Bucks over Clippers in the finals. That they're, it's they're both kind of sleeper picks, but I feel like people have wildly overreacted and underestimated the Clippers for a while, and I think Kawhi Leonard is going to show people why he's Kawhi Leonard this year. And I think Drew Holiday adds a complete, completely new element to that Bucks team that now they're designed to go deep. Like before, when Kate Middleton was your two, you're not really designed to go deep into the playoffs. But now you have Kate, you have Chris Middleton, and you have Drew Holiday. I think, like... I don't know, dude. I don't... My thing is... is you like, have It's the perfect matchup for the Kate, Nets, too, because you have Giannis you can put on KD, and you can have Drew that you can choose whether you want to put him on James or Kyrie. But I... First off, I think James Harden is 
cooking Drew Holiday either way, even if he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. It's just, I think it's going to happen. Okay, I mean, we can agree to disagree. Because first off, what's Jay- your pick? What's your pick? I think the Nets are going to go to the finals. Nets over Lakers. That's the stereotypical my, my, pick. Here's my thing, though. I don't. For me, for the Lakers to go to the finals, they need everything to go right. They need to be healthy. They need to make sure that their whole like young guys are ready to play. You know. Nets. Yeah. No. 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 The Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. They need to make sure Drummond is ready for a playoff series. When has that guy been in the playoffs? <laughs> Ever? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. He was a piston, and then he was a calf. Wasn't he a maverick at a... No. At a, no, that you was... Just, you, wanted him, you wanted him to be a maverick. That's right. I did want him to be a maverick. Yeah. yeah. But, like, to me, like, the Clippers are, like, pissed about last season. They got Rondo, and Rondo in the playoffs is... He's a real thing. Yeah, oh yeah. He's a playoff Rondo is a very real thing. We saw it in Chicago. We saw it in L.A. Paul George doesn't want to be playoff Paul anymore. You know. Yes, that's what I mean. That that's. So you you might be with me on the Clippers coming out of the West. Yeah, but I still think the Nets are just barring injuries. I think there's too much. You've got a D'Antoni led offense led by James Harden, who crushed the NBA with a D'Antoni led offense. It's really unfair what the Nets have. Yeah. Like it's it shouldn't be allowed. You have KD. You have Kyrie. You have one of the greatest shooters in the NBA in fucking Joe Harris. That's already four guys that are probably some of the greatest shooters in the NBA. Yeah. And then you got DeAndre Jordan who literally loves the paint and that's all he has to do in a D'Antoni offense. Yeah. As a center. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> the Nets winning is not a not a shocking take. And if D'Antoni's running that offense, there's never going to be a point where Kevin, Kyrie, or James isn't in. So you're right. never going to just be able to capitalize on the weak Nets bench all being garbage at the same time because they're always going to have Kyrie or Kevin or James there. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. And it's like... If the, if James Harden creating off the pick and roll isn't working, then I'll just ISO Kyrie. on your worst guard on Kyrie because you're if your James Harden isn't working in the pick and roll it's probably because you have your best defender on. Him. Or we could have KD post up, or we could, yeah. KD ex- expose a mismatch, and if someone comes to help, it's probably Joe Harris's guy. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna be hard to play. There's no question. I just, I personally think you can't get away. It, like, no matter how talented you are, you have to play together. And you have to understand what it's like when shit hits the fan. And I don't think this team's been in that spot. And the Bucks certainly have. Especially the core of that Bucks team. But my, my thing with Mike the- Budenholzer is also under a microscope. Because if they get bounced early, he's he might be gone. No, they're not going to get bounced early, though. That's the thing. No, no, no. I... I'm oh, early being like if, earlier if, than if the they finals. Go, if they go, if they if they lose bad in the Eastern Conference Finals, he might be gone. Like if they lose like four one in the Eastern Conference Finals, he might be gone. If he goes out in the second round, we know he's gone. If he goes out in the first round, we know he's gone. But that's not going to happen, right? So there's a real microscope on him now, and I think Budenholzer is going to be pulling out all the stops himself. And I think Giannis really, really wants to win. 
Dude, I don't think Giannis's game style gets them to the finals, but we've already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we've had that argument. Yeah. I, again, though, it's not just Giannis, and Giannis is the perfect person to put on a Kevin Durant. Absolute perf- perfect person. True. And you have the height. What is DeAndre going to do against Brook Lopez, who can just drain and take DeAndre out of the paint? And then you add that with Drew and Kate defending these guards. I mean, I, dude, if I'm maybe you play you play Giannis like he's Tony Allen, and yeah, you, you put DeAndre Jordan on him, and just have him roam the paint. You could. You have, Giannis is starting to hit threes. Then this you year. have. If I'm gonna lose a series to Giannis hitting threes, I'm losing. All right, I I see that. You I'm know, just, like DeAndre thing, Jordan on Giannis is like, working transition. Is, like you're not gonna. Oh yeah. Completely, but then like, I don't see like Kevin Durant being able to guard. I I can see him guarding Brook Lopez, you know. Yeah, I could too. I can't see him guarding Giannis though. Really, Giannis is too big. He's not that much bigger than him. No, 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 not in terms of height, but in terms of stature and strength. Yeah, but you already know what Giannis is gonna do. It doesn't matter sometimes. Like everyone knows what Giannis is gonna do, and they still, still haven't been to the finals. They haven't. But they also they have literally a, surrounded him Middleton, with Chris everyone Middleton. that can shoot. They've surrounded him with a four-out system for three years now. Yeah, and he still can't make it to the finals. But they were one, one rim out, or was that? No, that was the Sixers. Sixers. Hold on. No, he Haven't got they... stopped by Kawhi in the finals. Um, he won the first two games and got swept. Um, I'm just. They also had an incredibly weak two. Like, Chris Middleton is not good enough to be a two yes, on a championship Drew team Holiday in any scenario. has already been a two on playoff teams, and they haven't gone that far. Right, but they haven't had that good three. I don't know, man. I really don't think that Kate Middleton and Drew Holiday are these superstars that are, like, really going to be able to help you adapt. Yeah, I mean, like the you, Nets have more star power. Exactly. Like, the I, star power yeah. isn't the same level. No, it's not. But that's never been my point. My point is, the Bucks have been around the block. Like, you can... Like the you Bucks can, have been healthy. The Bucks know how to play together, you, and they know what ha- They know adversity. Make, if anything, Kyrie has more championship experience than all of the Bucks put, put together. Okay. Technically, right? So right. does Kevin. Okay. James Harden... Technically does too, because he went to the finals on the Thunder. Like, it's, yeah, they don't have the experience on the same team, but all of those guys have real playoff experience. And two of them have real championship finals experience. I'm just saying also, Steve Nash is a first-year head coach. But he's not even even running that shit. He's just there to be, he's just there to curb egos. That's it. We'll see. We will see. I just, to me, unless if unless one of them gets severely injured, I don't think they can lose a seven game series to anyone in the East. Yeah, there's there's a lot. And of even to that. even if like Kyrie is the one that gets hurt, I still think they can win a seven and still come out on top of the Bucks. Because <laughs> I, I, I really do think that James Harden is the MVP of their team. You're you're also you're talking about the best perimeter. Defender probably in the league. This Drew Holiday has been put and on I'm Kevin Durant. I'm also talking about one of the best offensive players in the NBA. I know, but I'm saying Drew Holiday has 
been put on Kevin Durant before and locked him up to like eight points and a half. I mean, Tony Allen has locked up Kobe before. Like, yeah, it happens. When you're a great defensive player, it happens. But in a seven-game series, you're not holding James Harden to eight points a game. No, no. Again, yeah. We, and we like, can go back and forth. But. And like, Chris Middleton's getting cooked by Kyrie or James Harden. I'm sorry. Like, he's not an elite defender. <laughs> he's not an elite defender, but he he's very he can interesting just play to me mismatch city because he's on defense with Chris. In my opinion, the best contested three point shooter I've ever seen. In terms of a yeah, guy being in his like, face and just having him being able that's to just, just like a counterproductive thing to be good at. Like, like if you're like, oh yeah, I'm really good at contested threes, but like I'm. You know, gonna miss some open threes. Well, that's, like, not, that's <laughs> not. It's not like he's bad at open threes. I'm just saying, it's like the ability to hit tough shots is valued. Yes, especially yes. in the playoffs. Yes, but he's not. A lot of the times, he's not creating those contested shots. But now he doesn't have to. Okay, all right. We're we're gonna be we're gonna go on this tangent, so we should we should switch. But it's gonna be interesting. The playoffs are gonna be interesting for sure. And I totally see the Nets. I I mean. How can you not? They're pro- are they the Vegas favorite? They should be. They should be. Either them or the Lakers. They basically just took the Rockets' offense and added James Harden and, or I mean, and added Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um. So the Lakers are in a play on play in spot. Yeah, that's. Do you think that hurts them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just because, for one thing, it's not the bubble. You're playing at home. You know, home court. Home court matters. Yeah, so you're away. You're away for the rest of the playoffs. And there's partial fans, right? It, there might be. I don't know. I think there's partial fans now. But they're away for the rest of the playoffs, you know? Actually, in Phoenix, you got to think of the states, too. So, oh, oh this is going to be bad. So, oh, is, is the play-in one game for each? The seven plays the ten and the eight plays the nine. Is it one game? I have no idea. I think it's one game, which means the Lakers will be I, home for I'm both. I'm honestly just not in favor of it at all. But yeah, no, we, we've yeah. talked about Ricky and I are both not fans of the play-in tournament. If you're the eighth it, seed, you're the eighth seed. Yeah, it, it's we think it puts it unnecessarily – like, if you're the eighth seed – You deserved it. You earned that you, eighth seed. Right, you, you scraped and clawed at the end of the week. like. At the, yeah, exactly. And, and you're also being put in a hard enough position as it is to go up against a one seed and be on the road. Yeah. So now we're going to make them play two hard-fought playoff games just to get in that spot like extra. Let's, let's make it easier for the first seed to right. play them. How like, does that make anything more interesting? The players don't like it because it makes them play unnecessary games. They could get hurt. It's a weird marketing thing. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Um, but I'm, but here's what I'm. Here's what I'll say. Can you look up for me if the if the NBA how how like what the structure of the NBA play-in game is? Because what I'm saying is. California has very, very strict COVID laws, right? <clears throat> Phoenix, Arizona does not. does not. So the fan impact, even when the Lakers are going to be uh, even when the Lakers are going to be at home, is going to be minimal. They are going to have serious restrictions on it. And when they get to the Phoenix Suns, I'm guessing that that place is gonna be near full, right? Because it's Arizona. Already an advantage, already. Now, if there's two play-in games, I think it's just one, right? Okay, so the teams that finish 7th and 8th in each conference will have two opportunities to earn a playoff spot in a do-or-die game. On the other hand, the teams that finish ninth and 10th in each conference will have to win two consecutive games 
turn a playoff spot. Okay. It's just it what? feels like it just feels like a money grab. Yeah, it absolutely. That's literally is. what it is. So, okay, so if the 7 if the 7 and 8 win their first rounds. Yeah. And then it's 7 and 8 for the finals, that they're just playing a game that doesn't matter yeah. at all. It's just a Absolutely. If they just win the first game straight up, it's over. Cuz like does do does the eight like if the eight beats the seven in the final? Does the eight become the seven? They're basically playing a five game series where one the home team just like has the game. Yeah, I think. So, or like wait, I don't know. Game, is it so? It's one game. I right? guess it's a three. It's technically a three game series, but they already have one. That's what it is. It's technically a it's three a technically game a best series, of three but with the different seven teams. and eight already have a game. Yeah. So like, so the, Jesus, Jesus. So if the nine wins and it's seven versus nine, sorry, if the ten wins and the eight wins and it's eight versus ten, I think the eight becomes the seven, the ten becomes the eight. No way, because the the ten needs to win twice. So seven. God, so, this is confusing. Right. So the seven becomes the eight, the eight becomes the seven, and the ten still doesn't make it. I think that's what they're trying to say. I think. All right, I, I, I'm because I'm, I'm looking. You want to see this? I have a graphic that shows you like what it says. Look at this ridiculous ass shit. It's like uh, I don't know what Adam Silver was thinking with this. Like he needs to. Like I get, I understand. You have the COVID season, right? And you have to shut down the season early, and you're losing a bunch of money, and no one knows who won the finals. So you have the bubble, and you have the playing tournament to get in the bubble. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. This is the NBA playoffs. We don't. There was also need a more merit to that tournament. because they didn't play a full season. We don't need a play-in tournament because we have a play-in regular season. Yes. What yes. the f- like? You want to do a mid-season tournament to do some cool shit like March Madness? Fine. Whatever. I don't care. Maybe that'd be dope. Okay. All right. I think I get it. So it's not seven, ten, nine, eight like I thought it is. It's seven, eight, nine, ten. Why would you give nine, ten, always? I, so this is what this is what they're doing. So again, it still doesn't say that if it's if it's one game or not. I think it has to be one game. So th- if you win the seven, eight thing, you're in. Boom, you're seven seed automatically. So then the loser of the seven, eight plays the winner of the nine, ten. And then they play a game, and the winner of that game is the eight seed. <laughs> Weird. Now, where I was going with that was, if if they had to play a game in San Antonio, like the teams, basically the teams that the Lakers may have to play are going to have very very lenient COVID rules. Like Utah Jazz, if they're their second round matchup, because I think I think the NBA is fixed where the one just plays the yeah. best record. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not. The NHL is like, if the eight wins, oh, like, eight plays four. You know, like NHL and NBA are different in that realm. But ah, uh, that's weird. Yeah. So, so like, if you go Phoenix is your first round matchup, you already have to play a game. Then you then you have the home court disadvantage that we're talking about. And then you go to Utah, where it's probably the same. That's tough, man. That's that's really tough. I really hope they just scrap this idea after this year. I hope so too. I. <laughs> what the hell? Some TikTok. 
That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is because Peter sent me the link. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. And it's still open. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because I, I don't have the TikTok app, okay. but we looked at a friend's TikTok earlier. Um, All right. So, yes. Playing tournament, stupid. Lakers are going to have a very tough road. Aside from the playing, just from COVID regulations and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's going to be... It's going to be fascinating. I think, I, by the way, I think I have it mixed up. I think the NBA is fixed. Where if if this, if this the 2-7 matchup... So the 2-7 matchup, and if the 7 wins... No, I think it's the highest seed. I don't think so. It's not? I, think, I don't think so. I think the NBA is fixed and the NHL is oh, not. Oh, yeah, that actually makes sense in my opinion. I think, because like if the... Right, so if the 1 and the 8, then the 8 plays the 4, or the 8 plays the 5. And if the six wins, the eight plays the. You know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the way the NBA does it. Yeah. So they could luck out. Um, True. Because because if they're th- if they're two seven, dude, I they're playing know. a three instead of they're playing three, which is you, huge. How much longer but, do they have until the the thing? Like how much? It's longer? Like a week left. Yeah, like you have a week to get healthy. You have a week as the Lakers to, to learn how to play together. together. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of true to the Nets? That's my. That's my thing, though. When you have that James much Harden, yeah, yeah, he can just run your offense. It's true. It's true. Um, I'm gonna cut the Jalen Brown thing, but yeah, I, I cut the Rockets too. Cause yeah, I, I we're, think, I think we're, we're good. I think we're all right. We, yeah. we, we got some good quality stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how these. Topics. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how these playoffs things um, shape out. You got my picks for. You got my picks for who I think. He's going to win this year. They're kind of dark horse picks. I'm going to... You have the more general picks. I'm going to guess the Nets. Yeah. It makes... It just... To me, like, I just can't see anyone beating them in a seven-game series. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are with you. But... All right. Uh, We'll we'll call it there. From Um, us at Playing the Field. You know it. We will see you all... Sorry for the delay. Also, we, we I mean, yeah, we had finals. We, we had, had fi- to graduate. It's finals. Had, had, finals had, had to graduate. You know, we had to be real. Me- yeah, we're adults now. So, yeah. Uh, but we'll probably be back Sunday or Monday doing yeah, we'll another be. one. Absolutely, we'll get yeah. back on track. But thanks again. Thanks for listening. From us here, sayonara. Thank you.